Hey guys, welcome to The Witness. We are in James chapter 4, verses 4 through 10. Yesterday we talked about this idea of conflict and quarrels and fighting. And where does it come from, James asks us. And he tells us that it actually comes within us. We're the ones that want this battle and we have to choose whether or not we're going to have that. Because when it does happen, it creates animosity between us and other people. And then after James talks about this idea of these desires that we have within ourselves and how it reflects negatively towards God, he talks about this specific issue of adultery. And adultery is this ability of, or this action of one person having uh, sex with somebody who is already married. Or maybe you're married and you're having sex with somebody else. Right? That, that's the idea of adultery. And it's always interesting when some of these writers talk specifically about some sin. And I think the reason why is because at that time, there was adultery happening all over the place. And keep in mind that, that also that it, it was a normal practice. It wasn't something that people condemned. So they didn't say, you can't do this. It was actually something that many of the people at that time would have said, hey, this is okay to do. So he bring, he's bringing this up because he's, he's saying that in Scripture, we know that you're not supposed to do this. I mean, in Matthew 5, 28, Jesus says that if you look at another woman in lust, you've done it in your heart. And he was talking about adultery. He was even going further with this idea of, of how do we sin you know, and it just doesn't talk about men, but men and women. How do we sin against God? And James says this, Adulterers, do you know that friendship with the world means hostility towards God? So there, there's this fight amongst you believing in what society says or what God says. And he says, so whatever, or excuse me, so whoever decides to be the world's friend makes himself God's enemy. So either we choose to do the things that God wants us to do, or we don't. Because if, if we choose to go against God, it makes us an enemy. Keep in mind, God cannot be part of sin, and he believes that adultery is sin. Verse 5 says, or do you think that scriptures mean nothing when it says, the spirit that God calls to live within us has an envious yearning. So as Christians, if God is living inside of us and he doesn't want us to sin against himself, we're causing animosity. We're causing uh, fighting within ourselves. Now we could stop there and be like, wow, I'm, I'm done. Like, uh, you know, many of us have said, I've, I've committed sin of some sort. And so therefore... If I'm doing something that's sinful, then I can't be part of God. And this is what's really cool, I think, when Scripture talks, is because we we sometimes get to feeling this way. And verse 6 drops the mic here, right? <laughs> to say, he says, But he gives greater grace. God gives greater 
grace. So when you're you're doing things that you're not supposed to be doing or something that happens and we're supposed to turn to God and do what we're doing through that transition through through us recognizing what we're doing is wrong and realizing that we need to be part of of God and his will it says but he gives greater grace and grace that word is unmerited favor it's something that we don't deserve so what is it that we don't deserve he says therefore it says God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So if you have done something, you've sinned and you've done these things, if you humble yourself before God, right? You say, God, I know that I've made these mistakes. I've messed up and I want to turn to you. He gives you grace. And James continues on to say in verse 7, So submit to God, but resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. So if we just, whatever the the sin is that we have, and obviously he's specifically talking about adultery here, but whatever it is, if we push back Satan, say, nope, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm humbling myself before God and, and wanting to do what is right before him. He says the devil will flee from you. So those sins, those things that are pressing up against you that are trying to make you sin against God, they'll flee. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and make your hearts pure, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and weep. Turn your laughter into mourning and your joy into despair. Humble yourself before the Lord. And he will exalt you. So we have to make a choice. You know, when we have these inner battles, these things that are going on within us and we are sinning, we have to make the choice to humble ourselves and come back to God and say, Lord, I want you to be owner of my life, to control my life and to help me live for you because I know what that is what's right. I mean, my, my, what you tell me in my spirit tells me that. And it says, don't be happy about that, right? Don't be, excuse me, don't have joy. It says, actually, turn your joy into despair. Turn your joy into despair. Humble yourself. Guys, my prayer is, is that if you're going through something, you're having problems that you will turn it over to God. You know, when we do that, we can be a witness to those people around us without even knowing how important that is. You know, I I would never say that I have not made mistakes, sinned grievously, right? We've we've all made issue uh, uh, sinful choices. But the question is, as a believer, are we turning from those back to God? Are we giving up our sinful nature and humbling ourselves, saying, God, I want you to live through me and be Christ-like? Guys, go out today. Humble yourself. Be a witness to those people around you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.